0: Hi, this is Ben Lindbergh and Jessica Clemens, and we are the hosts of Button Mash, the Ringer's video game podcast on the Ringerverse feed. We are in the midst of the biggest blockbuster gaming month either of us can recall. We're talking about Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros, Alan Wake, Five Nights at Freddy's, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Woo! We will have our hands full, you can have your ears full with us talking about these wonderful video games on the Ringerverse feed weekly throughout this month on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. But I'm better
2: than you. And you know it.
3: D-M-D.
0: Acknowledge me. Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace the vision. And we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy
2: heard worldwide. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide? A proud member of the faction known as The Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at The Ringer. And with me, as always, are my tag team partners. <laughs> senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport. And, of course, the super producer here at The Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. Uh, you guys were both at an early screening for Ooh. the Iron Claw a few days Ooh. ago, m- Monday night, I believe, and it's, it's obviously night. for those of you who don't know, it's it's the upcoming movie about the Von Erichs, uh, starring Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, uh, amongst uh, amongst others, and and they were there. So was the director Sean Durkin. Yeah. Uh, re- real quick, before we get into the rest of the show here, what are each of your non-spoiler Reviews of the film?
1: Brian H.
4: Waters, you go first, Hollywood. (laughs) Um, You really see how this is played out. It's one thing to watch the documentaries, like, um, and now I'm down the uh, rabbit hole of the Von Eric. So, going back and rewatching the WWE produced world, uh, the triumph and tragedy of world class championship wrestling, Um, even Dark Side of the Ring. You hear about the stories. But when you can see it dramatized and you can see the love that the brothers have for each other, the love and passion for pro wrestling, it really, like, hits different. And because you—it's one of the things you can know the story, but you're still going to be affected. And that's mm. what I have to say they did a phenomenal job of. Like, even though I know what's going to happen— Seeing it play out, even sometimes you like, all right, here's this where this happens, where this happens, mm-hmm. but it's still something about it that right. just still keep you hooked. So it's it's great for wrestling fans and non wrestling fans.
1: Yeah, okay. I hundred I, percent I, I agree. I think uh, it, I over the last year, I mean, you know, shouts out to uh, the Monster Factory, shouts out to the Wrestler series on uh, Netflix. It's been cool to see. How people have like tried to make pro wrestling look on screen, and uh, I, I at, with an A twenty four film um, about the Von Erich family, I, I was wondering how it was going to feel. And I, it right, right from the gate. If you love pro wrestling and you want to see, if you want to feel it on screen, I would say you better you know take yourself to the theater this holiday season and go see the Iron Clocks. It feels like I don't think I've seen it depicted, uh, this way in a film. And while and I, I do want to echo what Brian H. Water says. I think the, uh, the fear the the, the familiar, the familial part of the story, uh, it's, it's, it resonates more with the film. I, I think, you know, you, you've always heard about the wrestling dynasties, the families, you know, we're living with the bloodline right now. Um, for a while, the Von Erics were it. And I think there was a lot of things that happened in world-class championship wrestling in that sportatorium that got produced and, and, and shown on ESPN that became some of the blueprints for how pro wrestling was created, was started right. to be produced in the 80s and the 90s going forward. Like, they had it down there. They really had a uh, a real unique thing going. And it, it's cool to see the behind-the-scenes of you know some of the driving factors behind decisions that were made uh, in there, and, but and again, I mean Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, uh, kudos uh, if 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 you know what they can do as actors and know what this film is supposed to be about, you're you're in for a, a really good treat. I can't wait Would to you... talk about it for real, for real though.
2: Oh yeah, well, we'll we'll be able to after the movie drops, which is I believe next month, right, December twenty second. Yeah, it's, around, uh, it's
1: it's around the holidays, yeah.
2: Would you guys be interested in seeing Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White in the ring for real? Maybe not like a full match, but you know, what a li- little cameo. one of them takes a bump. Um, any interest? Uh, yeah. Or was I it mean, shot in a way that kind of uh, hid, you know, hid their oh, greenness, oh. if you will
1: i will I will say this and you know even you know shouts out to uh you know being able to see the film and then be able to hear the the people in the film talk about it they they de- they were in the gym they were in the ring like they were really mm. making sure that uh what they were doing in, on film was as authentic as it could be and and the way they the stuff they were doing like you kind of had you couldn't i don't they they weren't trying to Use like camera trickery. There were a lot of times where it was a you're watching pro wrestling, and it just happened to be that's part of the film that you're watching. So uh, yeah, the, I think I Zach Efron. I, I spoke about this with with, with Brian uh, off offline. Uh, I it's the there's there's a part of that film where you see the way he's hitting that mat. The way he's hitting them ropes. And I, I, if you told me he wanted to challenge Logan Paul for the United States title, I could see that match happening. Okay. I praise him, Cal. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, Logan would probably win. I think that's the storyline. But Zach could give him a run for his money. I ain't going home.
4: Just take advantage of it. You know, take advantage of the buzz. We're rumble appearance. Uh, Do something. Go to Perth. Do a match yeah. in the elimination chamber. Oh, throw, throw him in the, the chamber. Yeah. No. No. Okay. no, no not throw in the, in the chamber. is <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but yeah, get, yeah, Put him on the road to WrestleMania. Let's let's do
2: it. Well, I, I I wouldn't put it past Triple H and WWE. So let's let's keep an eye out. But uh, glad you guys enjoyed the film, and I'm sure we'll all be uh, we'll have much more to talk about in the next coming weeks here. But in the Indeed. meantime, let's kick things off the right way. With some high spot headlines, and you know the deal. I'm gonna read out some of the biggest headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. Whoever wants to tag in and let it fly, let it fly. First up Logan Paul says he is retired from boxing. And is looking to become a full-time WWE superstar. Cal, I'm gonna toss it to you to start because you brought <laughs> up Logan Paul for I did, I for did. the dream Zach Efron match for the United <laughs> States championship. Uh set
1: myself up, huh?
2: You did, and I'm glad you did because <laughs> let let us let's, let's just call a spade a spade. You you've been a little bit of a uh, a Logan Paul, not a doubter. I, I don't want to put that harsh of a term on, but maybe a <sighs> a questioner of whether he yeah. uh, uh of, of his longevity in in WWE when he says this now and he's looking he's obviously the, the U.S. champ now. What was your reaction to hearing that he wants to do he wants to do the thing that uh, that we all love?
1: I mean, I think it it kind of it. Seeing the trajectory of his career so far in WWE, um, alongside, like, and I mean, I don't want to, no disrespect, but I don't know how long a Logan Paul really lasts in the boxing world. Uh, it's not like he's, he's not fighting Tank Davis, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's sure. not going after the big guns. So, I there, there may be a bit of a ceiling if we're being realistic on wh- where his boxing aspirations can go, but... As he's grown in the WWE as a as a performer, I mean he's becoming. I don't want to say I I don't know if he's a WWE superstar yet. That's probably what they call him, but I don't know if that's the term. But he's definitely showing that he is a sports entertainer. He can sure. walk the walk. I mean, you know, there's not too many. He I I want to say I someone would have to fact check me. I want to say he's wrestled Rey Mysterio twice and he's won. But his, I think Ray was the, one of the his first match, matches and, yeah and, and, and he, he just beat him for the United the United States title at Crown Jewel so it's uh, he's got and he's wrestled Roman he may not have won all these matches but there have been moments in those matches you're like damn it's not just stunts he's he's actually doing what people can do so it makes sense I think for him at his, his level of celebrity and the way that the schedule is where he can just go out and be like hey I'm gonna not be I don't have to be around for a bit, or I can dedicate three, four months to, you know, this storyline and, and this program or whatever. It's beneficial on both ends. The only thing that confuses me about the deal is Prime, because I think WWE is like big C4. And I always get confused because he's always got a bottle. And I'm oh, I'm wondering if there's gonna be a woo energy drink type deal with Logan at some point, but I can see it. It makes sense. I don't have to like it, but it's not like uh it's not like it's so foreign that it sounds well, I, unbelievable.
2: So, are you are you pro him being more on WWE television, or not, or are you still going to cringe a little bit every time he pops I, on the screen?
1: Ben, I'm I'm going to be completely honest with you, and this is how Please. I have to live my life as a pro wrestling fan. And this and this is going to ba- Recently, Lil Yachty said that uh, hip hop's in this bad state, and it was funny because like. Five years ago, a lot of people would have thought that Lil Yachty was the reason that hip hop was in the bad state. Sure. But five five years ago, when people were having this conversation and I would listen to what people say, people would say, hey, there's so much going on in the world. You don't have to listen to Lil Yachty to appreciate hip hop. And I think that's the thing with Logan Paul or whatever else you don't like in pro wrestling right now. If you for that segment of Smackdown that he's on. I can go to the bathroom. I can scroll my phone. There's <laughs> got to be some great stuff on YouTube, on the Spotify, you know, podcast feed. I, I, there's things I can do, and I I don't have to be involved. So he can exist in WWE, and I can exist the pro wrestling fan. We can coexist together without me have to be like, ugh. <sighs> I, 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 look at, at I, Cal. Look at the I, growth I, again, here. I'm be- I have to, it's logic. I understand that he it, he makes sense in WWE and he is good at the job, Um. but I can also choose to watch something else and not have to be invested right. in that because that's how broad the WWE universe is right now. That's it, my political... It's a politically ex-
2: correct <laughs> answer. I, I'm, I you 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 caught me. I was trying to set you up to go on an, an epic rant. Oh no! Epic anti Logan Paul rant. But you uh, we, you ducked and do dodged that it. That was great. I yeah. I, I appreciate it, <laughs> Brian. Um, with with Logan Paul <sighs> now, you know more so in the mix as U.S. champion. And again, he's been he's been putting in some work, man, online specifically. He's been doing a couple of things, trying to sell the U.S. title. Uh, you know. Taking some strange picks with the US. A lot title. of strange picks. Uh you know, he he did uh, an interview with, with his brother Jake Paul, um, t- talking about, you know, him being US champion. And he shows up at he showed up at two ninety five with the US title. Again, he's out there promoting. Are you a fan? Or how much more of a fan are you now of Logan Paul than right before he won the US title?
4: I would say I'm a bigger fan of Logan Paul. I'm a fan of sports and entertainment. Like, I love wrestling. I love the graps, but it's always been the sports entertainment part, hence why I was more of a WWF fan than a WCW fan. And I think what helps for me, because I didn't really know Logan Paul, the social media person that was, like, loved and hated. So my first introduction to him was through pro wrestling. Uh, So, you know, I heard about the Paul brothers, obviously, with the Mayweather fights, but I didn't have time to like, you know, get any, they didn't get any real estate in my mind. So seeing how he's been able to like take the business and just like go full in, uh, that's, what's making me respect him, you know, because it's, you're showing up, you're showing up on raw, you're showing up on SmackDown whatever show you're scheduled to do. And you are putting in effort and I got nothing but respect. for him. Damn. So
2: that's, that's,
1: you're lucky well, like that.
4: Yeah, I know. It's it's <laughs> a healthy way to look
2: at it, honestly. Right. Because right. he is he is a very polarizing uh, figure, right? I think from mm-hmm. from his online presence anyway. And I think in terms of his presence in WWE, I, I feel like and and would love your guys' thoughts on this too. I feel like it's it's starting to slant more now towards people looking at him in the positive light, right? And that mm-hmm. he can go. He can go in the ring. For someone who's just starting out, um, I think people have been impressed. And it's probably because the bar, honestly, of expectations was pretty low uh, of him coming in. And now to be where he's at, again, uh, if you go back to the beginning of his career in WWE and you said, oh, he's going to beat Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship someday. (laughs) Right, the the amount of vitriol you probably would have received as a wrestling fan would have been through the roof, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a new an outsider coming in beating one of the greatest of all time that that's that's a right. ridiculous premise. But the fact that it happened and the fact that we all kind of thought it was going to happen going into Crown Jewel uh. goes to show like how far that perception of him has come. And and yeah. most most of all that credit has to go to him because, as Brian said, he's he's kind of put in the work. Right as uh, again as polarizing as he is, dude's done the damn thing. um, I think in the ring,
1: that's the key, right? It's like you always hear the big thing about WWE. From always here, it's like you know, potential be damned. It's like you have an opportunity. It's really on it's really what the individual does with that that opportunity, right? That's like in all things of life, but I think in WWE it's key. I, I just went to while you were I was like, how many what what's he been doing since he's been in WWE? We're talking eight matches. His eighth match, he beat Rey Mysterio for the United States title. When you when you think about celebrities coming in, varying levels of talent. There's still like there's ways to kind of mess up that journey, right? Like if they sure. come in there a little too big headed, they're not really taking it seriously. You can tell that they're not dedicated. There's not too many people who, and I mean, mind you, because it's Logan Paul. Of course, his third match can be a Universal Championship match against Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel last year, but he got his ass kicked in that match. the The Tribal Chief he. Logan Paul showed up and he showed out but in the end he got put in the dirt just like everybody else and I think people are 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 WWE, the WWE universe specifically loves seeing people get in the ring, get dirty show them dope stuff but then yep. also show that they're willing to get pinned to the mat they're do willing business. to do yeah. what they need to do they're willing to mm-hmm. go in there and stand on business and Logan Paul <laughs> It's somebody who understands that and is able to do that and is willing to do that because he knows on the other side of that is a united states title is a run that he has right now where he's god he's showering with the belt and laying in the belt <laughs> with his lady like i don't want to see any of this but i mean it's what the fans want he's he's tapped in and he understands that stuff and the more that he sh- gives of himself the more the universe accepts him i, I, it's, I, I think know. it's really as simple as that.
2: You know what's probably uh-huh. strange is that uh, all those antics, right? All that shit that he's he's putting online with the title, mm-hmm. it honestly might be drawing in more fans outs- that Facts. are non-WWE than Facts. what I think the TKO group wants to do with, you know, hoping to convert MMA fans to WWE and vice versa, right? Yeah. Because Logan yeah. Paul's fan base is just so... They're, they're diehard. And again, I, I would I would love to see some numbers on how many... I mean, obviously, this is really hard to quantify, but how many new fans or eyes or, or viewership he's brought in since he's come in, right? In his eight matches, as you said, Cal. Hey. Like, I, what what I, does that look
4: like? Because I had Logan Paul and Night's bringing in. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. like, I, it, well,
1: I, I think that probably the 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 most um, rudimentary way to look at it would be you figure out what his demo is. I'm going to assume that his demo is that. I don't, I don't even think it's 18 to, to to 24. It's probably 13 to 24. He's got a lot of y- younger yeah. boys. So I think what you would need to do is see what the numbers were on a SmackDown during his segment or during a pay-per-view. If if you can see if there are any spikes and what are those spikes? Are those spikes in that particular demographic? Is then you'd be able to see. I would assume that WWE knows that there's more there's no, there's more benefit than harm being done with Logan Paul showing up on social media with the United States title. Like they do it all day. They're saying as long as you're not, you know, doing it with some of the antics you used to do online, you're good to go. It's, it's, it's again, it's a win-win for both sides, honestly.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you talked about eight matches before, and, and we're gonna transition into the next headline with about someone who's, I think, fought eight matches in the last nine years. Uh, Next up on High Spot Headlines, Brock Lesnar is reportedly returning at the Royal Rumble 2024. Now, this stood out to me because, obviously, look, Brock's Brock's was going to return. He does this. He pops in and out. I guess I have two questions for you guys that I would love your thoughts on. One, first of all, he's not going to win the Rumble. Right. I think that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous premise. But <laughs> he's clearly going to come back and start some sort of program with somebody on the road to wrestling. That makes that just makes all the sense to me. Who is that going to be is my first question. And two, do we really need another part-time main eventer? Again, because we talked about numbers. Right, and we all know I'm referring to the tribal chief. Uh, throw the ones up, respect all that good stuff. But 11. you talked about you talked you talked about eight <laughs> matches for Logan Paul total. Mm-hmm. We talked about this graphic and this number earlier this week in in our group chat. Yeah, the tribal chief has has competed in eleven matches total in the calendar year of 2023. So, That's do we dope. need another part timer? to take our attention. So those are my two loaded questions for you all. I'm going to toss to Brian first because I I, I went to Cal uh, first with the Logan Paul one. So Brian, who who should Brock's first feud be upon his return? And do we really need another part-timer?
4: We don't need another part-timer, but his first feud, his only feud at this point is Gunther. That's the Mm. money matchup. That's how you get more eyeballs on Gunther. You know, we as wrestling fans know what he's capable of, but if you think about people outside of pro wrestling, if they see Brock Lesnar against this guy looking face to face, that's going to sell tickets. That's going to pique interest. So, yeah, I mean, really, that's all there's left. He's he's wrestled Cody. He's wrestled Seth. He's wrestled Roman only a few times. Um, so now it's Gunther. And I think I don't know if you do. it. I don't think it's necessary for him to be in the rumble match, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing like a program started. I don't know how you get there. Maybe that's he shows easy. up and distracts him or something, yeah, cost him the match. But I think easy. that's easy. Does you, you, know, I
2: mean, don't you have rumble, to put him in the rumble? Like just, r- you know,
1: royal. Well, because you figure a lot of those Brock storylines come out the rumble. The 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 Brock. Bobby was a big conversation that year. It was a 2020. Um, I feel like Brock Drew Drew was yeah, also, yeah. Was, and they even made like a. Didn't they make a Ricochet match with Brock at some point? That's true. So I I think you, you it could be as easy as the two of them butting heads during a Rumble match. That's how I would do it. But yeah, if if he's gonna return at the Rumble and be at the match, why not?
2: Okay, go, I, lo- I I love the Gunther booking by the way. That is yeah, uh, it's. That's a, big e too- That's a biggie, Matt. That's a biggie special right there.
1: Mm-hmm. What exactly? What, what were they chanting for? A uh, powerhouse Hobbs and Samoa Joe meet forever. It's <laughs> yeah. one of those meet forever chant matches. But but it's also I mean because I would I think like Brian says I, it, it's not a situation where Brock needs to be in the main event picture. Mm-hmm. And I I think if you're going to continue, I don't know what Gunther's trajectory is, but it's not going to hurt if Brock's towards the end of his career to help build up somebody like Gunther is going to have some more time left in as being a big maybe inheriting that big brute status that Brock has right now um I did want to point out though in looking at cage match and numbers of matches five years ago Brock Lesnar had eight matches in 2018 and he spent most of those matches as a champion I don't want to say people have short-term memory but I've tried to tell you WWE tried to they tried to warn y'all that this was going to happen because if you look at look at Brock Lesnar's cage match 14 matches over the last two years. A lot of them years, eight match years, and he was at the top of the card. They were warning y'all, we're going to hey, have these people less and
2: less. I, and I'll tell you this, Cal, I had the same exact gripes I bet <laughs> you did. Ben, I bet you a lot of
1: people did. A lot of people That I
2: do with Roman now. So I get it. I get the special attraction of it all. And, you know, I get that. I just, mm. not to be, you know, old man, get off my lawn type thing. No, I, we grew think? up in, in in a world where the mm. champion was there almost every week, Facts. you know what I mean. Blame and look, Brad I don't Hardy. need, I don't, I, yeah, I don't need to see Roman every week. I don't, I don't, I, I get it.
4: Maybe more than eleven times. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'll say this though. I understand exactly where you're coming from because I was exactly right there with you, Ben, back then. I hated it with Brock. The difference is though, Roman's presence still there. Sure. The Usos yeah. yeah. And That's Cole a good Haven. point. Brock's presence wasn't there at all. It was all about the Intercontinental Championship or the U.S. Championship. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that but, was my biggest issue back then.
1: But remember, what did they do? On them weeks, when, on them, them however many, 40-some weeks when Brock wasn't around, <laughs> Paul Heyman was around at least half them weeks to be like, hey, the one and the 20, like, they, they, again, they tried, they tried to warn y'all. They tried to in, get, get y'all initiated into this vibe of, you gonna see the main attraction when? Because he's <laughs> is 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 Roman even scheduled for the Survivor Series currently?
4: No, no,
1: <laughs> absolutely not. It's a wrap. It's a wrap,
4: man. He got two twins.
1: Not yeah, he like, chilling.
4: Not a set of twins. He got two sets of twins. He he he. he, he, he that happened. Thanksgiving dinner, he gonna be tired. That's really the head of the table right there.
2: A <laughs> post <It's> Thanksgiving <laughs> that hangover is uh, it's it's a doozy. So <laughs> facts. Are you with Are you with the Gunther booking Gunther booking as well, Cal? Yeah, or do you that got somebody else? Okay.
1: No, I, I I was trying to think of who would get because again, even beating Brock Lesnar, I think is still a big deal, and I think
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah,
1: for you, you, you I think you kind of got to pick your spots with him, and I, right now he may be more effective as being one of those mountains mm-hmm. because there's not too many people that they can pull from that Ben, that still would feel like a threat that dun, dun, like once his music hits and he starts bopping on top of the the the, the ramp or whatever mm-hmm. it feels like a big match that's that's why Brock can still get over from being you know a, a three or four match a year type person but Gunther's going to need somebody like that to to kind of chop down at some point um to to sh- further establish that he's a threat whenever they start pointing him at Roman or or or, or Seth yeah. or whatever world title.
4: You so could also I, do a rematch.
1: Oh, no, go
2: ahead. oh oh,
4: bring him back. Yeah, bring him back from the
1: dead. To
3: to
1: Omos ain't done nothing since that match, huh?
2: Quite literally, he's That's done sad. nothing. He's uh. been
1: he's. No, I shouldn't say he hasn't done. Uh, he talks all the time. I, he he's 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 done viral stuff with Queens flip, and I see him doing interviews all the time. But he's not really been like. A cat? Yeah, do it. Get your oh, get your okay. I
2: I went with a smaller guy potentially if it's not Gunther because I think Gunther is going to be made regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went with Jay Uso. I think because he's like oh. he's on the precipice of being like a super main eventer, like a, a, a yeah. bona fide main eventer, I should say. And obviously he's going to be in this War Games match with 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 uh, you know Judgment Day and, and Cody's crew. But once that's over. Mm-hmm. I don't know where his place is exactly. Maybe that is. Maybe he's Intercontinental champion right. Maybe he's a mid card title guy. but I don't know if you want to make if you want to cement him as as a guy, a win over Brock oh basically God. whoever takes on Brock going into main is should win right to to yeah. kind of move everything forward and if you want to really make Jay like that dude have well, him, have him I, pin Brock.
1: I feel like that's where we're going, right? I feel like at at the very least wrestlemania should be ooze versus ooze.
2: Well sure, yeah. that, and that's probably where it's actually heading. But this is Oose me fancy booking.
1: J, again, Royal Rumble Maybe Jay hits a super kick that he wasn't trying to hit on Brock. On whatever, whatever the situation <laughs> is, and you could build from. But I, I, I think you're right. I think that there is a conversation. I think with the with the back and forth with the Paul Heyman and where Paul Heyman kind of factors in with both mm-hmm. of their careers right now. Um, with the rest of the bloodline, with the the history that Brock has had with Roman. Yeah, there's. I think there's a story. You, could, I don't know. I can't really see it right now, but I do think there's some. There's enough pieces that you could really do something there.
4: What you mean, could just do. Leading up to it, uh, Brock kind of do what he did with Cody. Lined himself up with Jay. Paul mm. Heyman had like a deal. He cashed in. So now you got Brock versus Jay at the Royal Rumble. Sure. And then that's when Jimmy comes out there. Brock, Brock is almost beat. Main event goes to the top rope. Jimmy costs him the match. F5. Brock mm. wins. Then you got who's that's, that's versus
2: yeah.
1: That's I like that. I like that. Well, I'm with yeah. that.
2: Look at look at us. Look at us, fancy booking <laughs> our asses off right now.
1: Yeah,
2: I like that. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll hold our breath as Brock Lesnar uh, returns for some part time work just to get some cardio in. But last one here <laughs> on High Spot headlines: Dave Meltzer reports that SmackDown could be changing nights as well. And and within this uh, within this report, there's. There's word that TKO could potentially be eyeing takeover weekends, which would constitute a a, a WWE PLE on a Friday, a UFC pay-per-view on a Saturday, and then potentially a a Monday Night Raw on that Monday and kind of bookend that entire weekend. So when you hear that SmackDown could be changing nights, in addition to everything we've heard with Raw potentially changing nights, do we need SmackDown to change nights? If it's already it's already going to USA, are we gonna have Monday Night SmackDown? Is that where we're headed with this shit?
1: What type of freaky Friday shit is
2: that? <laughs> I, Blue brand uh, on Mondays. I, I I I'm
1: I'm if that means that like I I I guess the potential or the interest in a Friday night WWE pay per view. I don't know if that's even something I've thought about. Right. Like that Friday night is going to be payback or Survivor Series or whatever. Like, I've never thought about that. If I feel like that's... It, I actually would be more attracted to a Friday night pay-per-view than a Saturday night sometimes, at least in terms really? of going. Mm. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm an old man. I don't know what... I don't know, like... <laughs> at, at this point, the difference between my Friday night and a Saturday night is usually Friday day I have work to do. But at some point, sure. it, it can be... the. It, it's not that different. But I wonder if there... Like, I guess AEW, CM Punk and AEW were trying to make Saturdays happen for a TV show. And it doesn't seem like that's really been the case. It's not really been Destination TV. Um, I wonder for people who are already getting enough pro wrestling, if having a pay-per-view on Fridays would be the move. And then I guess the flip side would be, what do you then do on Fridays when there's no pay-per-view? Is that, Cause that's, that's a, fr- that's a free for all that like another show could, another company could fill or that's just like a real, maybe that'll give some people their Fridays back. They don't mm. have to worry about two hours of, of,
2: of, SmackDown program. I don't know. I mean, a break. <laughs> what a concept, a break for professional wrestling where can we don't think happen? about it every day. How I, can that happen? I, I don't know if that can happen in 2023 with the amount of content that, <laughs> that professional wrestling is pumping out, but exactly, I, exactly. I don't know. I mean, SmackDown. What it used to be on Thursdays, right? So it was,
1: it's been Thursdays. Has it? Sometimes it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday.
2: There was, yeah. but that was weird too, right? Where we went Raw Monday, SmackDown Tuesday. I it felt like it. overkill a little I bit. Know, I
4: loved it. Did yeah, you really? It, it, yeah, um, to be honest with you, as a content creator, it's easy oh, to get through everything. It, it makes
1: it a lot easier to have everything done. You front-loaded, sure. It whatever, yeah,
4: yeah it, it was, you know, yeah, it was because, like, all right, I would do a show after SmackDown, and it was just much easier because then, like, now, because we got wrestling at the end of the week, it was like, what did we do? And that's, you know, because it did feel a while to get to the pay-per-views at the times they were called. Right. But, yeah, I liked it. I But I think I love the way it is now. Wrestling at the beginning of the week and the end of the week. And you got to remember, at this time, we didn't have um, NXT. That's what I'm NXT, saying. Right. Yeah. So these days, on, um, but we had the Cruiserweight Classic. 205 line. right?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even... But
4: even back like when you when you think of some of
1: those times where there were only like for a while there were only two WWE shows on TV a week. Like for 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 some people, that's all the wrestling that's been on TV. Mm-hmm. Now you've got two WWE plus NXT. You've got is it three AW? Yeah, you got three AEW, <laughs> so much um, you're in the <laughs> If you're in the market for an impact, a wow, like you could, there's pretty much pro wrestling on every night of the week. If you really wanted to be, there's wrestling on every night of the week. Because Sunday is a lot of pay per views, even indies and stuff. So it's that aspect I don't like because it's. I think once once a SmackDown moves depending on where that goes, I think there's a lot of things that are going to then start shifting. Um, So by the time uh, the TV rights deals and everything gets sorted out, 2024, 2025, maybe, our week may still be full of pro wrestling, but it'll be like a Rubik's Cube just shifted (laughs) all around.
2: I mean, is the obvious move here to move it to Wednesdays and have a go head-to-head with Dynamite? (sighs)
1: I... I was wondering if that's what <laughs> CW was going to do with NXT. I, I I I was wondering if they were going to initiate I, that battle, which could be a move too. Them.
4: But they tried. I'll it. be honest with you. I, I think if Tony keeps talking, you if, know, Tony a, ke- if, if Tony if t- Tony
1: keeps talking, it may be time to put SmackDown on Wednesdays against yeah, Dynamite.
4: I, I think it would be one of those. I think it's like all right, sick 'em. You know, um, <laughs> sick him is funny sick him.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> because it's like. People, you only going to take with so much regardless of how you feel. If you can feel like you above this and that you only going to take with so much. And then, you know, it's not so much of triple H and Nick Khan, like you said, it's the TKO group. It's the TV rights people. And if I'm a net, you might have network executives say, Oh, and it's let's not say they don't have a rival. Over on uh, uh the Warner Network right 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 so then they said oh, okay, keep going <laughs> we put smackdown on it and like that's the thing like when you really delve into the television aspect of pro wrestling it's right. deeper
1: it's deeper than
4: yeah deeper than um Vince Hunter uh, and uh, Nick Khan.
1: That's, so that's the Zaslav conversations. You, the 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 boys' conversation. The, the people that are sending out. Never, I'm not going to talk about <laughs>
4: their scandals, so, but yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm really excited. I think though, I don't want to see a move at all. Like no, right. keep my wrestling. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> when the PLEs went to Saturdays, right? Uh-huh. A lot of independent companies had issues with that because it's like that's their time.
3: That's their now day. they're yeah. moving
4: their shows to the Sundays. And right. depending where and who you are, it might be hard to get an indie show on a Sunday because you you know if say you if you somebody who like goes to church you're going to wrestling afterwards, or exactly you having a late show then you gotta go up and do your shoot job the next day so that the Saturday was a prime more. spot but moving um SmackDown I mean you know but I could also see a world you know alliteration Saturday Night SmackDown. Sunday night SmackDown. Wow! Ooh. Oh
2: man, yeah. taking over
4: more of our weekend. The Friday, the Friday <laughs> one is
2: already that conversation with, with the family. You're like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't go I'm out tonight. Thursdays.
1: Well, yeah. I get the main, well, because I, the main things they are going to have to look out for, right, is NFL because I mean they, they go up against NFL Mondays all the time, and it's it's never. Like that season is yeah. kind of a wash ratings wise, but they're going to have to worry about that. And I guess whatever other seasons of of sports, because like I think once you once you start dancing on Sundays for mm-hmm. like your TV show, your TV shows. I mean, Roman's got to be on every mm-hmm. show or something. You got to have that established as a banger. And oh, I think interesting. You have to make. He's got to show up. You know, I, 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 <laughs> Let's I think, move it to Sundays. Move it to I think he's going to, to I, 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 I he's gonna have to. I, I don't think you're going to be able to just move SmackDown and not have Roman on that first right. string of episodes just so it's established that this is the way, this is the night that you're going to be seeing Roman Reigns. It, uh, you, it, you, you kind of have to do it.
4: But you brought up football. And, mm-hmm. you know, we here, obviously, at The Ringer, we cover so much of the NFL. Mm-hmm. But we also know that there was a shift in the NFL, I guess we're at the 10, 15-year mark now, mm-hmm. where Sunday night football took more of a priority than Monday night football. right? Mm -hmm. And so like, it's easier for them to compete with a Monday night game because a lot of Monday night games can be washed. And I mean, if they do Thursday night football, I don't think we've had a season. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we've had a season where we've had great Thursday night games. All Thursday night games are terrible. Oh, yeah, I always, I always <laughs> hear that people are looking it.
1: for something else to watch on Thursday nights,
4: yeah. Right, you know, I mean, so, like, it's easy to compete there, but if Sunday night football was what Monday night football was when we was growing up, mm-hmm. it would have been more of a struggle for Raw, but Raw then was still beating because, obviously talking to attitude there. So yeah. I just don't, I would hope they wouldn't go to Sunday nights because that's where you're going to get, your right. division leading teams that and those exactly. games are always flex too. Exactly, You're not yeah. flexing a Monday or a Thursday night game. No,
1: if anything, they they may end up being preempted. They may it may be Sunday night SmackDown at four o'clock Eastern or something like that, depending <laughs> on what the eight o'clock game is going to be and what that schedule is like. Yeah, so it's I think it's a, it's going to be a if they move from Friday night,
3: mm-hmm. which has kind
1: of been the establishment. I think it's going to be an interesting dance to see a where they would land up and then b how that would affect the, the rest of the pro wrestling TV landscape right now. All
2: right, let's do this. Let's, let's map it out with the three of us. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll figure out a new day for SmackDown if we have to move it from Friday. And then we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll present it to the group. We'll present it to the listeners and see what they think. But while we do that, we're going to take a quick break.
0: This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise. But if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com/simmons. Once again, v u o r i.com/simmons.
2: There it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? And for today's edition of They Said What, we are going straight to the Wednesday Worldwide Hotline. Because as usual, the heat was brought and we want to listen to some fire. So Brian H. Waters, tell us who the first caller is.
4: All right. The first caller, we are going all the way to Texas to hear what James has to he say. Hey,
3: this is uh, James from Texas. Uh, i take one is, uh, Soraya, most overrated wrestler of all time. I'm so glad you lost the AEW title. I that's forever go. But another thing I wanted to run by you guys was. What do you think about if Finn Balor is the one that actually wins the Royal Rumble this year and then takes the championship off of Seth at WrestleMania? And then, uh, that's why everyone wants Finn Balor to win it. And then we have Damian just hold the briefcase all the way to the last possible minute at Money in the Bank before he has to decide if, uh, if he's going to cash in or if he's just going to but the briefcase basically expired. it would be the first time we ever had that. And it's like a last-minute thing on if uh, he's ever going to actually use the briefcase or not. All right,
2: thanks, Joe. Well, first of all, the, uh, the Soraya strays were, were wild. Yeah, well, <laughs> Just I, what, what, <laughs> dropped it well, and then kept, kept it moving. It James
1: Reed before he dropped his hot take <laughs> on Soraya? That's crazy.
2: That was wild. Uh, but, okay. okay, so let's recap. He wants Finn to win the rumble, which I actually don't hate. I'm not mad I'm at him. Mad at him. And then at him. also not mad at him beating Seth for the title. Right? This would be would this be it. their third match or the fourth match? Essentially in kind of their their feud. I'd have to take
1: a look, but they've they've been going back and forth and they've been dope. So yeah, I'm I'm mm-hmm. here for it regardless.
2: So for me, the only amendment I would make is that Damian cashes in on Finn right away at me. He beats Ooh. Seth, cash in right away. Don't hold that shit. Just cash in and have your have a WrestleMania moment. Not, not to be all Michael Cole and, and cheesy about it, but I think that would be more impactful in terms of getting Damian over as a legitimate championship holder. Because I think right now, some of that momentum is kind of faltering with him yeah. in terms of holding holding the briefcase a cash in a mania will always get you back always so th- that's yeah. that's where i'm at i don't hate the idea
1: i i wait, waiting for him to debate on if he's going to cash in the, to the very last minute does not excite me at all i don't know if i but i, I also don't know if i see the 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 judgment the way that the judgment day storyline is moving i don't think it's it's going to be the way it is past WrestleMania. My man was just on Raw saying, I'm the leader. I'm the leader. Like, they're, right. They're, they're Dissension.
2: Moved. They're moved. Dissension is starting to uh, mm-hmm. erupt even more.
1: It's 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 at the heart of the storyline. So I think what, whatever they're going through, it should culminate at WrestleMania. If if it's a match between Finn and Damian, whatever the case may be, whatever if it's Damian cashing in at, uh, at at Mania with during a match against Finn and Seth, I I genuinely could care less. But I I think it would need to be the 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 incident would need to happen there, and then the change for Judgment Day should be spawning mm. out of Mania
4: that'll be a two-year anniversary when you really think about it for the judgment day. Um, And I think that I I like the idea of what y'all said. You know, Damien cashes in right away. Uh, Finn and Finn and Seth, it doesn't excite me just because I've seen it enough times, but it also has been enough time away from it that I wouldn't be mad if you went back there, but it would kind of be like, okay, Finn is going to win, right? Because he can't keep losing to Seth. But I would have Damien kind of like cash in after Finn, like celebration. They all celebrating the together. And then he's like, but no. And he pulls out the briefcase, cashes in, and then just beats him down to the point where you're getting the sympathy for Finn. And that's how you make Finn a face. And Damien just becoming nasty or heel. Oh, interesting. So you're keeping Damien a heel.
2: Yeah,
1: does yeah. Damien? Do they? I mean, he beats him down. Do they still have a match at this point, or is that is that something that maybe? Yeah, like it, it
4: happens kind of in the match, kind of Austin McMahon like with uh, okay. or on the raw with the chair. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of that, like just beat him down, and, okay. and now because now you're going from oh snap the Judgment wait but because people like Finn even though they're not supposed to, and people if you like take Finn, that yeah. beat down, it's gonna make people love Finn. And, you right. know, just kind of restore that,
1: right? I, hear you. I I I'm with that. I I again. I you you I think you got to do something. Whatever it is, the, the, mm-hmm. the, you talk two years. I don't say Judgment Day doesn't go away. Whether it's Finn kind of breaking off or Damien kind of breaking off or something, I think the vehicle's still hot and it's worth you know keeping around at some point. But uh, yeah, it, 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 the, Finn's probably done the best, mm-hmm. arguably for out of, out of people in Judgment Day. I think he looks. Better than he did when he came in. So again, any conversation about him winning the rumble, getting a, a title match, winning the title, all of it makes sense to me right now for Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If you talk about Roman, I saw what happened last time. Finn had that match against Roman. Uh, the top rope broke, and he was the demon. And then and then he got he got he he smashed him, stacked him, pinned the one. Well, did he
2: pin him in that match? i don't, pin him one,
1: two, <laughs> three. Sorry. Sorry.
2: All uh, yeah, I mean uh, the only bummer about this would be Finn not getting an extended title run or even any sort of title run, right? Just, if you're booking this with Damien cashing in right away because I I do think Finn has deserved one for a while, it's just the timing's just never been
4: right, right? I I, would do it right right at Backlash, rock mm. Triple H like at Wrestlemania 2000, um Okay, you know he he don't he won't get the WrestleMania he'll get the WrestleMania win drop the title right away but then I would because you still got to get that one month. Damien got to get that title reign but I don't think he's strong enough like a Seth Rollins or Shawn Michaels or Kofi Kingston where that first championship reign is going to be super extended and we got to get used to seeing him as a world champion so I take the let him have it for a month then Finn Balor gets a run. What's a run? Money in the bank SummerSlam. Mm.
1: So that that summertime bank run SummerSlam.
4: before I give it back to Damien. Okay. Yeah. I, Ooh, a little again, back I think cause
1: I, Cause I think mm-hmm. the problem is, is I mean, he's it, well, we're five years, I believe, since uh, Finn won the universal title and then had to was injured and had to give it, was it up. Seven. I, seven I it was
4: seven. It's seven. Yeah. It's been a minute yeah. and
1: I don't know if they see him as a long run person. Mm. Like I, 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 I could see a couple because I, it, it, doesn't feel like they've not really had him in the mix to be. Yeah, he Finn's winning that title, and then we're going to be rocking with him until January or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if they look at him as that type of guy. So it be, it would be interesting if they have that much faith in the Damian Priest Finn Balor storyline. That's true. I, with Drew,
4: yeah, it's another part.
1: With Seth. With a lot of these other people, Shinsuke, there's a lot of Sammy, there's a lot of Jeyu, so there's a lot going on on Raw right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like once you start looking at who else is around there, Finn may, unless they've got a banger, Finn feels like he starts getting a little lower uh, on, on on the order, unfortunately.
3: No, that's that. Oh, <laughs> it's, not it's wrong, fair though. Yeah, he's not mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot infer-
1: going. again. There's depth.
2: Yeah, a lot of depth. And, and for so it's it's a bummer too because for someone who's a Triple H guy, right, well, one of mm-hmm. the guys that Triple H made into into the guy that he is, um, it's it's almost shocking that he hasn't had the opportunity and that on the main roster that is yeah. right, like he, he went back to NXT, won the NXT title, and he's had those moments, but the fact that he's never gotten the world title back in any capacity, is, it's always been strange to me. But mm-hmm. we'll see yeah. uh, we'll see if we can make that happen uh, this WrestleMania season, Hollywood. You said we got one more. Who do we got?
4: Yeah, we are going to Tyler, and he's got an interesting take. Here we go.
3: What's up, guys? This is Tyler Inman from Florence, Alabama. As I was driving home from work, I had a really interesting hot take. Um, I'm not really sure if this is going to come true or if this ever happened in the past or not. But the big storyline is Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 40. I think it's clear everybody wants to see it. Everyone thinks Cody's going to win. One thing that people have forgotten about, though, is Chad Gable and Goonzer. Mm -hmm. My hot take is what if to keep Cody and Roman the head uh, of night two, WrestleMania 40, they give Chad Gable the go-ahead win at the Royal Rumble and he gets his revenge on Gunther at WrestleMania for the IC title. Because I don't know if you've noticed, he's kind of been put back in the background for a while now. So I think after that big speech he gave, there's got to be some plan for him. I don't know if that would be possible, if that would be a thing they'd even consider, but I think it'd be interesting. But anyways, one last thing. Whoa! Yes! (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: Saved himself. Tyler, you saved yourself because all that 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 you're you really bigging up Shorty G right now. No disrespect, <laughs> but uh, I don't. I I I I'd be. I, didn't, I I just mm-hmm. saw them on NXT last night. I, I'm not saying it's not in the cards for Chad Gable. It's but, a big jump. You know, that, fe- that feels like a big 180 to be winning the ru- and he's saying winning the Rumble and using that Rumble win mm-hmm. to specifically fight Gunther for the IC title at Mania. I yeah.
2: That, I, would be, that would be a jump. I mean, it would I, be a sh- it would be shocking for sure. For, yes, for, for that yes. to be the. I mean, the Gable win itself would be shocking. For mm-hmm. him to then pick the IC title would be even more shocking, right? It's it's like remember when Charlotte won the Rumble and she picked the NXT title. It has those <laughs> vibes, but even worse a little bit i mean that
1: yeah it's tough when you if you could buy for any title and you choose uh, you, any title you could you could wrestle roman reigns and i'm like i'm gonna right. pick the, the ic title holder because it may what if it's you again it's a it's a lot of stock in people being okay with that um in that match being what people actually want to see him and Go- like i don't like 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 it's one we've seen it on raw we've seen it in the main event for raw is it going to hit the same when we're watching it at mania cuz would that would would that have to be a main event or is it just for probably a night
2: one i mean based on how he was booking it, it sounds like that would be a night one main event so that in of itself is i mean we're we're taking out the world title from the main event uh, you know the se- or what whoever's champion on raw from the main event right yeah right that, that doesn't feel great. But to his point, I'm totally down with them running back Gable Gunther. Of course. Just not in any WrestleMania main event that's drawn from him winning the Rumble. Like That, that just feels, again, th- these dudes are on NXT right now. No, no disrespect, <laughs> but that it's is a, a it, it- massive jump. And you
1: also don't, I don't know if you have any thoughts, but I don't think you also don't really need, like, I think we, because of the story that Gable and Gunther have had, Mm -hmm. you don't need a Royal Rumble win to book another IC title match between the two of them. Realistically, just have Chad Gable go on a run. Have him compete in some of these tournaments. Have him compete in some really dope, Back and forth uh, TV matches as a singles, and then say, "Look, he earned it." If it's if it's f- if it's for an IC title match that's already got an established story, why why go to those lengths?
4: I mean, I understand where he's trying to be different here. Uh, you yeah, you think back like Austin Theory cashed in at, on the U.S. title because he just couldn't get the Roman. I will say that Gunther as an Intercontinental Champion does feel on the same level as a Seth and Roman. Mm -hmm. Logan Paul doesn't, for obvious reasons. Maybe, you know, star power and reach. But it does feel like champion 1A, 1B, 1C versus a 1A, 1B, 2A. But again, you don't want to touch that tradition. It was okay with Money in the Bank for the Royal Rumble? Mm Mm-mm. Don't touch that tradition. But, I, I and then, like you said, how you go to Seth Rollins after all the stuff that he's been doing and say, you're not main event in WrestleMania. Because that's what he yeah. said. He wants to be on the marquee. Now, right. Right. <clears throat> personally, he could be having his wife getting away again if there's Becky and Jade or Becky and Rhea or, mm-hmm. you know, um, or Bianca and Jade. It, it's a potential. right? But I think him losing out on the main event to a Gunther-Chad Gable, nah. If anything, I would have said Gunther wins the world title at Royal Rumble, and then if Chad Gable wins, he challenges Gunther. Right. I could accept that, but not right. nah for the IC title. But yeah, run it back and let, let Chad Gable be the one that dethroned him. I would be down for that. Yeah, I mean, everyone is rooting for that.
2: When they were when they were having their series back a couple weeks ago, so again I don't hate the, the actual legs. pairing and the match itself, just right. the, using the rumble to do it again. Like you said, Brian, the, the tradition of that, you know, challenging for the top spot. I mean, again, the, the Austin theory cashing in the briefcase for the U.S. title. Okay, <laughs> you know, that. I uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't like it because it kind of removed <laughs> all the pomp and circumstance of, of the threat to the main title. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just like, th- th- you know, if, if you open up those floodgates, what's going to stop people from <laughs> winning the Rumble and then challenging for the tag titles? You know, it's just. It, it, <laughs> Facts.
1: I'm, Facts. I, I,
2: uh, you know, the, bring back the hardcore title and just try you know, the 24 7 title just ch- challenge for that. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it, You open up a, a Pandora's box of problems
4: if you, uh, if you deviate and, too far. And to be fair, when the money in the bank was established, they did say for any ch- championship. It right, was obvious you would go for the world championship. The Royal Rumble specifically said world title. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But e- even in a situation, if I if I have to scrap and fight in this match, Royal Rumble. Money in the bank, whatever. I win this opportunity to challenge for any title I want. Why mm-hmm. would I be going for a title? And, and again, it's we understand the pecking order of mm-hmm. these titles, right? Even as in the world of pro wrestling, you know that the NXT title is one level, and the IC title is here, and it goes in in in, in, in order to the main titles. Why would you be go- like? Why would you take that one? Set of- you don't know what could be happening in your career next week. Why would you take that one opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I want the NXT Women's Championship. I want the IC title. Nah, go for the big one. This is uh-huh. this is what
2: it's for. This is what we're doing. Can you imagine right? s- sign pointing and then going for the IC title? <laughs> sign pointing the WrestleMania
1: sign, the twenty four seven title. I'm yeah. gonna take that at Mania, the main yeah. event.
2: Nah, come on,
3: come on. But <laughs> I, again,
2: I'm I'm in on running back cable Goon. Just not not in that spot. That, that's right. I think we're all in agreement there. All right, before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's NXT and tonight's upcoming dynamite. We'll each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT, and then we'll talk about one a little bit more in depth. Brian, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway?
4: Man, Last Legend. I was uh I think mean, Cal talked about it before the show. Mm-hmm. The reset that happened with her. She yeah. doesn't look like the same person. She looks phenomenal she up next one day she could be in this main event picture for Wrestlemania okay all right Cal what do you have
1: I gotta go with my my man Trick Williams and there was one point where I'm watching the match and I'm real. I'm like, because listening, watching the match and listening to Booker T, he, I forget what he hit, and Booker T's like, I know where I've seen that move before. Like, you, you really start to see, you know, the influence. Or I'm assuming there's an influence, but I, I really, I think I really started to notice what type of wrestler Trick Williams was last night uh, with that win and uh, that subsequent nonsense okay. during the match. But anyway, what, what about you? <laughs>
2: yeah. um, I, the the Corbin Dragunov. Of- uh, feud that they're building. I mm-hmm. guess it, for for me overall, the episode was it was okay. Uh, it wasn't my favorite episode of NXT as of late. Um, but uh, I, I'm always interested when they give Corbin a shot, right? Like when really? when he's actually the actual execution of it sometimes isn't, or actually most of the time hasn't been great. But whenever they kind of toss him the ball to see if he can run with it, I always get re intrigued. By that possibility. so I'm 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 interested to see what him and Dragunov can do uh, with this with this few that they're uh, they're firing up here. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then looking at tonight's AEW Dynamite, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most, Cal? What do you got?
1: Uh, I, there's a lot going on. I, I think I'm gonna pick uh penta and commander being in the tag team against the bucks i, I i'm assuming ray phoenix can't make the trip i don't know what the situation is right now but uh getting commander and penta on a team together all for it let's go
4: okay brian what do you have uh, i think i'm looking at this like a dragon street fight mm. kenny omega chris jericho Cody yeah. and paul white oh, I think brian cage powerhouse Hobbs, Kyle Fletcher. And to catch the, I think this is going to be one of them. Like, oh, you know what? This is more entertaining than I thought hey, I,
2: I think that's the bar. It's the bar for this match, which is totally fine. It's also one of these sponsored matches. So I'm just yeah, really interested to game. see how they incorporate like a dragon gated uh, into this. It, yeah, I watched the trailer for this game last night because I had to see oh, exactly what is it's it's interesting. So if, they, if they're able to squeeze this in. I'm actually kind of with it. It, it, it might be comical,
1: crazy. but uh, it, I'm, I'm going to it. assume what I, I, I'm assuming that Paul White in some type of cinematic situation revol- revolving around the video game is would be my best guess. But uh, we'll see. We'll
2: see. I might be with that. I might be with that. I, <laughs> when was the last time Paul White was in a match?
1: I it's been a while. He's been with AEW for a bit, but I, did he get surgery or he was um, not a hundred percent? Yeah, because they had him on TV it's like he's he's been like a, a interview person for a while. Mm, His last right. match, March of 2022, he beat Austin Green in two minutes on an okay. episode of Dark Elevation. He had a couple of oh Dark Elevation. His last three matches were on Dark Elevation, honestly. And he it, it was his, that and his debut at uh, AEW All Out in 2021. He has four matches in AEW so far. So this will be number five.
2: Okay. A little, a little coming out party here for Paul White. So <laughs> Fact. Uh, look, looking forward to it. Guys, that is how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Mass Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays, who, by the way, just had an awesome interview with Chris Hero this past Monday. So go check that out. Uh, we've, of course, got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays. Peter Rosenberg, Stack guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide, Smack Dab in the middle, on, of course, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials
1: at Cal on Twitter, at Cal Dub on Instagram and threads. But as always, it's not about me. Brian H. Waters, where can they find you and where can they find us? You
4: can find me at Brian H. Waters on Twitter, Instagram, threads, TikTok. But most importantly, ring a wrestler like y'all been doing at on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads you know we got social clips from the show so you definitely want to check them out like you said chris hero he was on the show he made an incredible uh speech about pro wrestling and why it's just so magical how everything is like pro wrestling it's not that pro wrestling is like everything else so make sure you check that out and a couple more things coming up this week Ooh, good
2: good tease. I know what you're talking about, but that's a, that's a great tease <laughs> right there. Uh, you can follow me at Cruise Controls, Control with a K, Twitter, Instagram threads, but most importantly, at Ringer Wrestling, on Twitter, Instagram threads, and TikTok. Thank you very much to Brian Hollywood Waters for producing this episode, making us sound better than we should. Gentlemen, thank you as always for the Graps Chats. Everyone else, we will catch you next week.
1: Worldwide.